I woke up in a hospital to a $55,000 bill. Now I'm broke, so I want to get the money back by any means necessary. Am I the a-hole? I would say any any money you can siphon out of at least the the American healthcare system, like freaking freaking go for it, dude. Like do full it. steam ahead, do it. my American guy. American health system, oh, dude. American healthcare system is bad, bro. Very bad. I got charged over a thousand dollars to remove like a tiny lump on my leg, just like a little. For what? Did, it was it was like ten minutes. Little did a little incision. What did, didn't even do any testing on the lump? Just incision, took it out. That's it. Okay, maybe not. I was going to say maybe the actual thing took like a, a 60 seconds. But let's say the whole thing of like you walking down the hallway and everything took 10 minutes. Barely. I mean, I would like to make $1,000 for Barely. 10 minutes of work. I don't know about you, Sam. Dude, insane. So I'm like, dude, I should just fucking, I should get my own anesthetic, get my own scalpel. I'll do this shit myself. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll like Rambo it. Let me do my own surgery. Give me a sewing kit, dude. All I'm going to say is if you've seen uh, Extreme Cheapskates on TLC, uh, they do some they do some procedures on their own and it gets it gets really? a bit rough. Yeah. Seriously? Tooth extraction. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. Yo, that's like that feels like like some saw shit, dude. Any anything teeth like that's I don't I don't I don't, I don't want to be caught up in that. Literally it was like like 3000 for you know the full like numbing agent you know you're like all you know basically the best you know you won't feel anything yeah. it's taking out uh if they just pull it manually i think with some local anesthesia it was like 150 bucks and then she was like 150 too expensive i'm gonna do it for ten dollars at home <laughs> it's bad did they get anesthesia i don't i don't think so i don't think so yeah ow <laughs> And then, and then she denied, like, you know, the doctor, you know, she's like, okay, I'm not going to come back for like a, another procedure. She was like, could I have your tongue depressors and cotton balls though? And he was like, um, no, they belong to me. She just asked doctors oh, for their, every time she has to go to a doctor, she tools. always asked them for supplies. Yeah. Holy shit. That's so bad. So bad. Dude. So, although, so like, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think I would do any of the, the, the real surgery, like like any mouth surgery, I wouldn't do myself. No. But yeah, yeah. I feel like I could take out like a lump in my leg. Yeah, yeah. And tie Andrew, it up. Like, is, is that simple? So hard? Like Andrew Schultz famously said, um, uh, you could do heart surgery just by watching a good YouTube video tutorial on it. Yeah, I think I could. I could do surgery on myself. Maybe I should try it. Yeah. Has anyone else? Has anyone done surgery on themselves? Let us know. Ooh, comment below. Comment below if you can help help guide Sam. <laughs> Yeah, okay. yeah. Sure we Over have some Zoom. doctors in here. Yeah. Be yeah. my Zoom doctor. How there hard is it really to do surgery on yourself? Like people in like, you know, you know that show Lost. People lost it all the time, so why Also not? surgery why is me? one thing. This is just like a simple it's almost like a like a just like a simple skin procedure. I don't know the right word for it, but Yeah, yes, it's just skin, whoop, pop it out, you know? It's like pimple popping. All right. Let's go into the story. <laughs> Let's this do that. should be fun. So strap in, boys and girls. I was in Nassas, Bahamas. I'm guessing that's the Bahamas. And suffered a stroke unexpectedly. I'm young, low 30s, and an overall pretty active and healthy. And so a stroke was the last thing I would expect to happen at this time in my life. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's awful. So when the stroke hit the left side of my body, I went limp. I wasn't able to talk, walk, or function. It is similar to being paralyzed and all around sucks. I imagine it sucks a lot. 
Yeah. I would I, I would not recommend a stroke to anyone. Just my non-doctor advice. Hot take over there. Hot take, you know. I only have the hottest. The hotel thankfully called an ambulance, which brought me to a hospital. And here's where the fun begins, ladies and gentlemen. Step right up. Ooh. Step right up. Let's listen to the story. My girlfriend, let's call her T, went to give them my health insurance card when I was admitted, which covers me internationally. But the hospital refused my insurance and said I don't have coverage and insisted on a cash payment or they would not treat me wow and you know when you're having a stroke minutes count so she gave them whatever they wanted to treat me oh This is when T gave them my credit card. Important note, T is not an authorized card holder on my credit card account. She does not have her own card, nor is she an authorized signer or user on my account. She simply went into my wallet while I was unconscious and gave it to them. So I was not able to step in and deal with the situation. I woke up hours later to T crying by my bedside. She was explaining to me the situation. Even though I was conscious, I was not able to process nor had the energy to respond. She was explaining that they would chase her down the hallway for 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 at a time, whatever they could, as if buying a used car. Wow. It was surreal and makes me so mad, but she did not have any other options at the time. She notified my parents who showed up a day later. My father was raising hell about them not taking my insurance when he arrived, but it was not the time to argue and he made arrangements to get me back to the States. So they're charging him up the wazoo. Yeah, I mean, this is insane. T is not an authorized user on my credit card account, but she was doing what she thought was best for me while trying not to let me die. I think anyone else would have done the same. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, I don't, what else do you do in this situation? What, what like, else can like, there? There really is nothing else except try to perform the surgery yourself. Exactly. You know, just do the open heart surgery on your own. Pull Simple. up a YouTube video and freaking do it. Come on. Learn on the go. And who knows, by the end of it, you could become a heart surgeon. There you go. New career. That's called employable skills. Long story short, I was transported via air ambulance back to the States, Pompano Beach, Florida, where my health insurance took over. And now the dust has settled. I have $55,000 in charges on my credit card from said hospital in the Bahamas. Wow. Oh, my God. $55,000. Bro, that's That's like a lot. It's like university debt right there. Yes. Whole other degree. A degree in having your money stolen. And not dying. Yeah. Yeah. I have spoken to my insurance company and they said the hospital should have taken the insurance when I was admitted, but the hospital prefers cash because insurance companies will pay discounted rates, whereas cash out of pocket is subject to whatever the hospital charges. The insurance company will not reimburse me for the full amount as that is not what they would have paid the hospital. Ugh. Since T is not an authorized user and she signed all the credit card receipts, I already attempted to charge back the charges, but the credit card company has rejected this as a claim stating I have benefited from the services at the hospital and it's not considered fraud. So like what, bro? So like if I go and freaking find Mr. Beast's card, you know, online and then put ads everywhere for Mr. Beast since he's benefited from it. It's not fraud. I don't think so. Come on, guys. Jeez. Easy way to to financially ruin someone. Steal their credit card information and buy shit for them. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it's like, huh, you can't do anything now. Buy a house on a credit card. I'm not trying to stiff the hospital on their bill. Rather, I want my money back and have my health insurance company pay them what they should have been paid. My blood boils knowing that they chased a grieving, emotional girl for money knowing what they were doing. They took complete 
advantage of the situation. So does anyone out there have any advice or work for Bank of America Disputes Department that can help guide me anyway? Or should I bother contacting a lawyer in the Bahamas? I assume I have to deal with an attorney over there and not here, correct? If so, a contact or advice on how to find one over there would be great. Complete side note on where I'm at today. I'm in rehab full time and started walking a few weeks ago for the first time. And since the stroke, it's not a pretty walk, but gets me around. My left arm is still flaccid, but starting to move. So I'm encouraged and the DRs think six to 12 months to get full movement back and say that being young is one of the advantages in rehab. So I guess the silver lining is at least he had his freaking heart attack when he's 30 and can get most of his movement back. There you go. I typed this post using voice dictation software. Apologies for any typos, grammatical errors, or formatting. I suck with grammar before the stroke. And John, there is an update, but what do you think? What should OP do? I mean, definitely like we are not like the uh, the premier experts in healthcare law or anything here, but I feel like kind of what OP was listing out, like contact a lawyer in the Bahamas, keep keep calling around, like asking all of these professionals, like, hey, what are all of my like viable options here to get the money back? Because I, I feel like there is a way. There has to be. I mean, that's really sketchy to, to yeah. like prey on our grieving woman. And I have to imagine they're doing this to everybody. I mean, but also how often does, I guess maybe pretty often for tourists, they don't have insurance and so they're making them. But I guess it's like, it depends for for all the really serious ones. I guess they can really take advantage of it because it's like, what are you gonna do? You have to get our treatment, or you're gonna die. Or even, or even like, um, you know, I broke my leg, right? Okay, it's not like life threatening or whatever, but it's like, yeah, I want to get treated now. And then they kind of pull the same thing where they're like, hey, we can we can fix your leg right now, but it's uh, it's gonna be thirty grand cash or like on your car, and it's like, um, what? Like, and what are you gonna do? You know. <clears throat> So yeah, and it's that's like a terrible you situation. can't really I, I think but I think even in like a broken leg, you can like call the insurance or something at least like with a heart attack. You're not your every minute counts. So Was it a like heart attack or a deal. stroke? A stroke, a stroke. Yeah. But yeah, anything life threatening like but that. Still. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. 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 But there is an update, John. Let's get into it. So update united came through and paid 95 percent of the charges but a hundred percent of the hospital bill they shorted me 4600 because the hospital overcharged me meaning the invoices added up to more than when they ran their card hospital is a bunch of thieves so now i have to see if the hospital will refund me an overage or open a new dispute with b of a bank of america for the overage thank you for all the advice life lessons have been added to the list so at least it ended up with yes. not a fifty-five thousand oh. dollar bill I'm so glad to to hear that. And and you know like in the grand scheme of things, even if OP can like definitely dispute and do and and you know do your thing cuz also it's like just on the principle of the overcharging and and and, yeah. and whatnot, OP should fight it, but even yeah, if but OP dude, never gets their money back, not bad. Not bad. Going from 55k to 44.6k, 4. not a bad decrease. I mean, what I would love to hear is I would love to hear everyone's like you know, healthcare stuff. I I imagine there are some shit stories with the American healthcare system or any healthcare system. So if you have any terrible experiences like this, we'd love to hear them. Um, I mean, my small one is I was trying to get these lumps on my leg removed. It's just like little fatty deposits. And my dermatologist was like, oh, pff, covered by insurance, totally fine. Um, and got it removed, right? And then I came back to get the stitches out. And apparently he was, I think this is pretty snaky, but the the insurance covered the opening of it and the removal 
but the stitching of it back and then the removal of the stitches was a thousand dollars. Come on, how shitty is that, dude? That how is so slimy. Right? Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, we can remove it, no cost. But if you want your, if you want to be stitched back up and those stitches removed, then it's gonna cost you. Like, what do you think the person gonna say? Like, oh, awesome, thanks. Like, yeah, yeah, those stitches were totally worth a thousand. Absolutely not. Like, of course, some someone's gonna be like, I came in for the procedure. If you tell me the yeah, procedure's yeah. free, then it's free. What, am I just going to leave with a gaping hole? Like, like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, literally. American healthcare system is f Yeah, it is. But what's never messed up is the comments from our beautiful subscribers. And we've got some from the video. My sister destroyed my marriage and made me homeless. Here's how. First comment is from public subscriber Jason8823. I wouldn't be in jail because I would have effed sister up. King Arthur wouldn't have been able to pull my foot out of her ass. <laughs> Damn, going in there. <laughs> Oh, that's a great one. That's a great one. Natasha DeLeon says, I would never let any one of them back in my life. Preach, sister. Preach. And finally, public subscriber Genevieve says, forgive, okay, but I would never get back with him. Y'all, we love your opinions, your thoughts, your personal stories on the show. So please use those beautiful little fingers, type your comments on this story and share your thoughts below. And if you publicly subscribe, we just might read them on the next episode. See you soon. Peace. Did I just find $1 million? I just discovered my grandpa's hidden treasure. But now my gold digging family is coming for me. I think I'm just going to steal it all myself. Am I the a-hole? You know, I think you take it all. Um, and bury we, it again like a you, pirate. Mr. Beast bought an island for $800,000. i am just buying a remote island and, and, and hiding away. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Buy a remote island. Hire, buy a remote island, bury the rest, right? 800K on the island, 200K in the ground. That's right. That's the perfect, that's, that's the pirate booty formula right there. The pirate booty formula. So I, 26 male, recently bought out my cousins and sibling shares in our ancestral family home. My family has lived here since the 1920s. It is on a lake and my wife and I plan on using it as a vacation home and rent it out on Airbnb. The home needs a lot of work as it hasn't been maintained. Before he bought it, we asked everyone to come and take what they wanted. The house was filled with decades of stuff. They took what they wanted and that was the end of it. As we have begun demoing an upstairs bedroom, we found a loose floorboard. Hmm. After removing some carpet under the floorboard, we found a metal box with an old lock on it and a coffee can filled with old coins. We cut the lock and found $2,000 in bills from the 1960s, a pocket watch, gold cufflinks, ruby earrings, sapphire and diamond bracelets, and a pearl necklace. Dang. Got a good haul. For real. Based off of this, we think it belonged to my great grandparents who died in an accident in 1963. I called my mother and told her what we found. She was shocked. My great grandfather didn't trust banks and had hidden valuables all over the place. Apparently, a lot of people did this after the Great Depression. My mother thought they had found everything. She is now asking that we hand it all over, sell it, and split it between the family members. Mama, there's this little thing called finders keepers. Don't know if you Losers heard of it. Weepers. So go <laughs> cry, loser. It's you. Uh, I said I would give them the cash and the antique coins, but I would like to hold on to the jewelry to pass on to my future children. My mother said that my siblings need the money because they are both unemployed due to the 
whole global situation. She considers what I found family properly. Legally, I purchased everything in the house, so I think I am covered. My mom and uncle are saying we cannot come to Christmas if we don't hand it over. So am I the a-hole for not splitting the lost family treasure? John, what do you think? Man. Um, okay, so let's break it down, right? They bought the house. Oh, so how much do you think it's worth? Put your answers in the comments. How much yeah. do you think this whole treasure is worth right here? Yeah, let's hit. I, I bet there's some some like, you know, diamond appraisers and things like that somewhere in our audience. Um, breaking it down. They bought the house. They told everyone to come through and and check it out. Make sure they didn't make sure they could grab anything they wanted. But this was kind of like a, this was like a hidden hidden treasure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was <sighs> it was it was uh, a hidden hidden little treasure chest. You it's know? not like yeah, it's not like uh, you know a diamond encrusted you know like a family picture or something like that that you could have easily spotted and grabbed. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna have to default with the law here. Op bought the house, and I'm assuming legally everything inside of it. So. I got to side with that. I, I don't know. I actually think if it was their grandparents, they probably would have wanted the parents to inherit it. And so I think right. it should split. I think it should be split among the family because it's like it's it's like I, I tend to think of it as like what would the, the people have yeah. who originally owned it? Like what would they have wanted? And I think they would have wanted it split between the family. I want to use the law to my advantage to get as much monetary That's value true. as That's possible. True. John <laughs> is a pure, unadulterated capitalist pig. Yeah, but uh, no, oink, I mean, oink, bitch, <laughs> you give, you bring up a great point. Yeah, it's I think what's so tough about it is that that yeah, I think you're right because like they they hid it away, but then they passed away before they could really like make a will about. It. That's what makes it so tough. Is it's like hidden thing that you know, but. Yeah, I, I think the you know law is probably on OP's side, but I think it's a dick move to not give it to your whole family. I think you're right, and you could maybe strike a deal with like, I mean, I guess what what did OP say? You, uh, we want to have some of the we want to have the coins down? and the cash, and then you, uh, but we want to keep. Or you guys can have the coins and the cash, but we want to keep the the uh, jewelry. I think figure out though. I feel like selling the jewelry kind of sucks. Like I would want to remember. My grandparents. I would. I, I. I. don't think you should sell the jewelry. Oh, like like what the parents and yeah, because the parents want to yeah. sell it for their or maybe unemployed you buy children. out the you buy out the other family members from owning the jewelry or you know you maybe don't say anything in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Here here we go. I think I got it. Appraise it. Divide the value by how many people there are, you know, the parents, the grandchildren, et cetera, and then divvy it up. And then, yeah, if I think you have a good point, if OP does want to pass down, like maybe like the Sapphire earrings, for example, buy out the rest of the value for that and then pass it down. Yeah, I think that that's the most fair thing. But really, like who would have owned it would, would it would probably have been the grand, uh, the, the mother. So like it's really her decision, I think. Probably but like like a. Uh, morally like, i think yeah yeah if that's the yeah, right way of putting legally, it not legally um yeah. but actually we've we've covered this kind of inheritance stuff in a story before i think we actually have a comment of someone's story right you know we have this comment comes from mds kv 2rs i have a family member that got inheritance and their partner not married just dating for seven years spent almost all of it then left oh that is rough 
My goodness. Spent all of it and then, oh my God. That's People insane. Suck. Um, I think that the person was waiting for that person to pass before they left the relationship. Oh, oh my God. People suck. People suck. People are terrible. And I think that if you have a large amount of money or assets, a prenuptial agreement should not offend anyone unless that's what they were there for in the first place. P.S. My ex wanted one and all they owned was a 42 inch TV and a PS4. That is hilarious. (laughs) That is hilarious and informative. Uh, Shout out to you, MDS, and shout out to everyone. Publicly subscribe. Leave a comment. We just might read it in the next one. See you soon. Two out of every two podcasters on the OKOP don't have five stars on Spotify. That's both of us. So if you could donate your thumbs to us right now and use them to tap five stars on Spotify or wherever you're listening, we might avoid lethal injection. Just go to our profile on Spotify, click about, and then rate us five stars or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Save your podcasters, Sam and John, today.